Okay, so we just discussed the situation in Ukraine, and central to that conversation, at least here in North America, is the fact that support for Ukraine has fallen, right? We we know that. Primarily, you look at what's happening in the United States and the political battle there, but you hear similar comments, and you heard some from callers this morning, talking about they don't believe that Canada needs to be supporting Ukraine, or should be supporting Ukraine. Um and and like I said, it, it, like so many issues, it seems, not entirely, I, I don't want to say this is, you know, cut and dried, but primarily, majority, you know, in, in the majority, it, it's fallen along political lines, right? Conservatives, and, and the more conservative you are, the more likely you are to be opposed to supporting Ukraine. And again, we're talking primarily about the United States, uh, and vice versa. The battle lines are being drawn, right? And it's not the only foreign policy issue where we see politics being played, and you can tell which way a person votes by where they come down on certain issues. So um, Dr. Balkan Devlin is a senior fellow at the McDonald laurier Institute and recently wrote a piece about how this is affecting foreign affairs as our government handles it. Uh, Dr. Devlin, thanks for joining us. Always appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. When we talk about foreign policy and we talk about, you know, how foreign affairs are handled by governments, aren't they supposed to be above partisan politics? Aren't they supposed to, we're not supposed to get into that when it comes to foreign policy, right? Exactly. I mean, as, as, as Senator Vanderburg said back in 1946, uh, in the beginning of the Cold War, when the politics stop at the water's edge. Uh, but unfortunately, what we see increasingly, the use of foreign policy and foreign policy topics as uh, for partisan purposes to, to whip up uh, votes uh, at home. Um, okay, now you contend that our current liberal government uh, has abandoned that philosophy too, right? They're, they're no longer interested in sort of making sure that uh, foreign affairs stops at the short. They're making it a, a bigger issue. What do you think is going on? What's happening? Um, so I think like uh, there's, there's two things to, uh, to, uh, to, to make here. One is, yes, foreign policy is an important um, uh, political uh, dimension, and you can make the case uh, for certain foreign policy uh, priorities to be followed. That is not what's happening. What's happening is the use of um, uh, certain foreign policy developments or, or relations that Canada has with other partners and allies um, and use that as a wedge to target your political opponents and the other party in the hopes that you would create a certain wedge at home and that will help you. So it is a short-sighted approach in a way um, to, uh, to, 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 to whip up support at home by trying to use um, foreign policy uh, as, as, as a wedge item um, for domestic political gain. And I think that's what undermines uh, Canadian interests because what we need to really focus on, especially when it comes to you know, issues of <laughs> war and peace, yeah. is how can we advance Canada's security and prosperity, not whether you can you can basically make baseless claims about uh, X party is not supporting this and that, okay. um, so you, you vote for us. Okay, so we, we were just talking about Ukraine and Russia here on the show. So yes. let, let's go through that specific case. What is the Liberal government doing there to politicize it to make it into a wedge issue? So I think uh, you know they, they sort of stumbled upon, I would say, um, into an opportunity where they, they think they could actually create a wedge. Um, and that is the issue for the uh, renewed or updated uh, Canada-Ukraine free trade agreement, uh, which included a, a carbon pricing promotion uh, clause, which in practice doesn't mean anything. Uh, Ukraine has its own uh, carbon pricing mechanism. EU has its own uh, you know, uh, regulations, which e- e- Ukraine needs to follow through. So having that uh, clause there serves no practical purpose whatsoever. Um, and uh, so they put it there. And, and, Ukraine, uh, and, and conservatives objected 
to having that particular clause. Now, liberals turn around and use that as an excuse to portray conservatives as being anti-Ukrainian. And that's what I mean by trying to create a wedge. It is clear from the statements coming from the conservative leadership and MPs and their voting behavior and you know the, the support that they have been showing since the full scale of invasion and even before that the majority of the conservative leadership stands with, uh, with Ukraine and continue uh, for support. But liberals turn around and use the uh, voting against for that particular provision in the in the treaty as a way to politicize the support um, for uh, for Ukraine and make it a partisan issue. We know from political science research that part, political ID, party ID, is a very strong mm-hmm. predictor of attitudes. So the moment you start identifying a certain issue in partisan terms, the other side would start thinking, well, if if the other party is supporting this, then I am against. So what liberals did is to undermine a, a, a unified a consensus in, in Canada uh, that it is in our interest to continue to support Ukraine by portraying it in partisan terms and claiming that conservatives are anti-Ukrainian. And I think that is that is a big mistake. Let me, for the sense, for the sake of argument, the other side of that coin. I mean, like you said. Ukraine has a carbon tax. Canada has a carbon tax. This is, hey, let's keep cheering on a carbon tax. It doesn't actually do anything. Practically speaking, it's meaningless. It does nothing. Why do the conservatives need to make it the hill to die on when it comes to Ukrainian support? They're politicizing it just as much as the liberals, aren't they? Um, I think, you know, one can criticize conservatives for sticking to the message, right? Um, no matter what. And I think, and I did uh, criticize it. I think it is, uh, you know, uh, un- sort of, it is, is an unnecessary mistake to go through. Um, and but the government is the one who's responsible, uh, in terms of carrying out Canada's foreign policy. Mm-hmm. They could have done basically saying that, look, they're opposing this. Um, and I think this should pass. But they could have let it there. They could have also not politicized the issue and saying that just because they are objecting to this framing, they are pro-Putin, they are pro-Russia, they are anti-Ukrainian. That is the message that they started pushing and which is the, is the, um, is the thing I am criticizing rather than yeah. whether they, they support, they didn't support, et cetera. They could have let it go and then the thing passed through. No, they did that and try to use that as a wedge um, because they were basically trying to figure out uh, are there anything that we can hold on to uh, to, to, to differentiate ourselves and, and, and create a wedge. Um, it is the irresponsible thing to do when you as a government have a responsibility to prioritize Canadian national interests uh, over your specific partisan gains uh, for the short term. And that's why I think it is a big problem. Gotcha. Makes perfect sense. Um, okay. The other foreign policy issue that uh, I think politicians across this country are wrestling with over the next eight, nine months will be uh, U.S. politics. And we know yeah. 2024 is going to be absolutely bonkers. How's our federal government doing with handling that? Again, are we dividing by the way we approach our foreign affairs and our relationship with the United States? Uh, I think... Uh the, the the case is a bit more mixed here. I think um, we still have uh, you know partisanship 
being you know pursued, and the strategy for the liberals seems to be that portraying you know uh, conservatives as Maga Light and, and and Pierre Polyev as Trump in the north, and use that as a, a, a cudgel to to whip up uh, votes, uh, particularly if if Donald Trump uh, ends up winning the election in November. Um, but on the other hand, we also saw much more measured uh, responses coming from both uh, Minister Blair and Minister uh, Jolie uh, with regards to Trump's uh, you know, ridiculous uh, comments about NATO mm-hmm. and, and encouraging Russia. Right? So we, uh, they did not you know, panic or they did not sort of go full-on partisan um, attack uh, mode, so which was encouraging. So I'm hoping that the, uh, the, the initial sort of partisan framing of um, using American elections as a, as a wedge issue and trying to use that to portray your opponent as someone who is not, um, is not going to, going to go forward. But I am still concerned because this is our most important oh, yeah. relationship. We cannot, we, we should be having excellent relationship with the U.S., whoever is in, in White House. And it's a terrible strategy to basically uh, use uh, one candidate, in this case, Donald Trump, which, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of the guy. <laughs> I think he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a big a big issue and big yep. problem for us. But the, the, the worst thing you can do is, uh, you know, knowing his particular volatility and everything yeah. else, yep. um, use him as your foil for your domestic political campaigning. And then how can you turn around and say that if that guy comes to power, say, oh, okay, that, this was all fun and games. Exactly. Now let, let's sit down and, and work together. Um, that would not work with a guy like Trump particularly. So it, we should prioritize on maintaining broad uh, relations across the political spectrum in, in the U.S. because that's quite literally existential um, for us. And that's, again, a short-sighted thing. I'm hoping that it would not go through, and the minister's uh, two recent statements uh, gave me some hope on that sense. That is encouraging, yeah. Uh, Balkan, thank you so much for your time. As always, I always appreciate you joining us.